welcome back to episode three of Coast to Coast Dynasty with Ruben Almada at Superflex DGen. And Justin Mercer at C2C Dynasty Merce. How are you doing today? It's been a good day. It's a Friday here in Pennsylvania. It's been about 87 degrees and hot, but uh, we had a cookout. We had some friends over. It's been a nice day. Nice, nice. It is, uh, it was 77 here today, so it was amazing California weather for June after having 105 <laughs> earlier this week. Yes, um, I was in California and it was 105 last Friday and that was miserable. <laughs> yes, yes. And then, um, so yeah, but I think we're headed some more heat again next week, but we'll just take what we can get. Tomorrow's supposed to be about 77 as well, so that'll be nice. Get out and not worry about getting heat stroke, so. Are you doing anything uh, special for Father's Day? Uh, probably not. No? <laughs> no. Yeah, My well, wife works Saturday night, so she'll come home. Uh, okay. Do some yeah. Whatever, and then uh, I don't get to eat anything special because of the uh, uh, the boot camp I'm in, so I, yeah. I'm stuck on that, but that's all right. Well, One no, like, I mean, I mean, I think that's a big thing that's new for this week. I mean, you posted it in one of the chats. I mean, that boot camp, you were the biggest loser this week, right? I mean, uh, Yes, yes, I was. I joined a boot camp, um, st- which started last week on Monday of last week. So I just finished up week two-ish. Got to go tomorrow, too. And I was down uh, 7.4 pounds in week one. We'll weigh in again on Monday, so. Pretty happy with that, and hopefully continue. No, that's amazing. Keep up the great work. I mean, it's not easy yeah. to do that. And no, it's not. It's hot, and I want some beer. <laughs> no, so what else? What's new with you? Uh, so uh, right now, so I, I'm sure some people that listen to this know of Maddie Big Chest. He is a graphics guy. He was part of uh, Dynasty Warzone for a while, and he is finishing up the graphics of our. Uh, STS part do he's doing like team logos and the homepage. And, uh, so we're finishing that up this week and we're going to do our, uh, uh, 100 yard rush the first week of July. So we can start trading. I'm excited for that, for the startup that, you know, begins at the end of, uh, end of July with the 2023, 101, 102, 103, etc. So that's, I'm pumped up for that. That's cool. That sounds fun. So I'm going to ask the obvious question. Why are you waiting till the end of July to draft? Um, so we have like about – so there are seven like veteran um, dynasty people and then a bunch of uh, newbies. So not, not – like so the, the other guys are newbies, um, either their first or second dynasty league. So we're waiting till the end of July because that honestly – I'm on vacation for our 10 year anniversary, like in the middle of July. So I'm like, I, I wanted to wait till after that. So it was like either going to be like next week or the end of July. Cause I'm like, I have vacation with my family, the end of this month to the start of July. I have two week gap. And then I have vacation with my wife for our 10 year anniversary. So uh, the vote was July 29th, and that's what we're going to do. And uh, I think that'll be good because it's like the beginning of like the redraft season. Everyone will be like pumped up and ready to go. Yeah. And we have five people that are somewhat new to dynasties. So no, that's I think it'll good. work out. 
I, I just curious kind of deal. You know, uh, we as degenerates, we join a league. We want to start drafting before it's even full, right? Um, so uh, that yeah, that just just curious on that one. Yeah, no, and um, and honestly, like that leads into like something else that uh, I, I mentioned last week. Jim Dickey and I were in a joint or co-owned league. There was the '80s superheroes. And we just kept getting vibes from the commission, other people that like this league is not going to last. So we had to bow out of it. And because what they did and it was like we filled last week and then they were going to still hold the draft July 8th. But the commission didn't have any good reason why. And like I understand July 29th for us is a long time to wait, but there's a specific reason we voted on it. Right. The the. 12 people that were in the league voted on when to start. It was either next week or then. Uh, but uh, this guy's like, oh, yeah, there were a couple people who couldn't make it. So we're just going to wait. And then I told him about the 100-yard rush. And he's like, what's this? And then he's like, oh, yeah, I ran two races and uh, I'm last place. So that's not going to bode well. <laughs> I'm like, this league reeks of, uh, you know, folding very soon. So we yeah, got out of that oh. one. I saw that league posted for an open spot. It said something here, and I clicked on it, and then that's what I saw. You got, I'm pretty sure it was you guys because it was Dukes of Hazard. You had said that you, so you said you were. Yeah. And uh, that's interesting because um, I did a league last year that I started last year. I don't remember which one it was. And um, I pushed the startup back like, like three weeks from when we were full. And, but part of that was I was going on vacation and was the commissioner. I, I don't, I'm going to be on vacation. I'm not, I'm not, I'm right. not doing it because I need to, I want to access to my, make sure I have good internet and all that kind of stuff when somebody eventually, fucks yep. <laughs> but yeah. Amen. Yep. Oh, uh, let's, uh, since we've dispensed with all of that news stuff or the new, our news, um, which I don't think we'll – that's one thing we kind of haven't addressed. We probably won't address too much NFL news per se unless something big happens, of course, right? No, you know? yeah. I mean because everyone – every podcast covers that. Yeah. And honestly, Ooh. we all know about it. I think we talk about like what's going on with us and then go into our strategy and yeah. trades. I agree. And, you know, we'll let we'll let the uh, HQ guys handle the news. They, 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 and they and they're sponsored to handle the news, so they can do that. Shane, Jeremy, and and, and Sipes can take care of that. We got a, t- a topic today, and it is around the twenty twenty three firsts. They are probably worth more than gold right now. I think for sure. Um, I mean, the market's down. I mean, it's uh, inflation. So 2023 firsts are certainly more than gold. Yeah, I think I could take a gold bar and get and maybe get half a 23 first. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. So you you kind of posted some stuff on our show notes here that, um, you know, what are we going to do with those 2023 first? And we've had lots of discussions about about them in our in our group me chats and stuff overall is like, are we going to hold them and use them to, to track draft next year? Or are we going to use them in season to um, get us over the hump and get that shit? Um, you want to yeah, say so, what, you think you're, what you're thinking here? No. So, like, honestly, I've, I, I've been thinking about this a lot. 
and we've uh, had some discussions and a lot of our group meetings, a lot of our, uh, you know, fantasy chats that we're in. And I honestly think that uh, you're almost better off making the picks and building off of these guys as cornerstones. Now, it depends on where you're at in the draft, but if you have enough of these 23 firsts, you can really set yourself up for future years. Now, you have to be in a league. Like, we're all in dynasty leagues, and we expect them to last forever. You have to be in leagues that you feel are going to last the test of time. But this class is one that I feel you can draft players rather than trade those picks for cornerstone assets that could be, you know, scoring points for you for the next five years. And I know we don't all like to think about that. And honestly, any of my teams, I don't think I'll have a single player from my team that's on it now, five years from now, but it, it really could be that type of draft. I think that there are that many good players. You know, that's a good point. I think when I first, started doing dynasties like yeah i'm gonna have these guys forever right i'm gonna have you know so and so for 10 years yeah gosh i mean if guys are on my team more than three years i'm shocked um usually you don't have too many of those uh but yeah you know there's uh i think it's gonna be very um team dependent on what i do with my 23 firsts because I, I haven't gone through, and I need to go through and see how many 23 firsts I have. I know there's several leagues I have multiples. In the leagues, the, the, the as Scott Connor likes to say, the leverage in the leagues that we are have a really good team already. And then you have two or three 23 firsts to go with it, right? Yeah. So I have a couple of those where, I, I mean... And if I have my own in that situation plus somebody else's, I'll probably try to move my own during the season for some really, you know, point scoring for the spots that, that would be very helpful to get me over the hump and give me that championship and still have two, three, or one more first that's even better. Um, that's how I'm going to look at it. I mean, I've got a couple of leagues that that I've ended up selling my 20, my first, my future first, that following first towards the end of the season to get me over, and it's worked out. It's worked out well in those leagues for, um, a couple of times. So, not going to always work out in your favor doing yeah. that. But um, you know, once you get past, you know, when you're five, you know, five games in, six games in, before it's super obvious or even a little bit earlier, you can move that late, what you think is going to be a late first and make it even better by getting somebody, you know, um, I don't know, some of the, it to be somebody that's smashing and it's doing it already, right? Because um, I wouldn't give a 23 first right now for a lot of players. There's not very many that I would, right, today. But in the season, and my team's doing well, and that player's smashing, that's going to change. And I think, I mean, we've heard this conversation a lot of different podcasts too. But yeah, so, but there's other rebuilding teams that I think we we're going to uh, use those 23 first picks because there's a lot of really good players here. I mean, I think you went yeah. here 
enlisted enlisted the uh, I went 12. through a yeah, I went through a like way too early mock uh first draft and like and it's super flex, obviously, and I know everyone's all about Bijan, but uh in super flex if you need quarterbacks, I think CJ Stroud and Bryce Young are uh two good talents that you could grab up in the top of the draft and uh and then obviously Bijan is um, legendary. I was listening to a podcast today and they were like, would you trade Bijan for Najee Harris plus? And uh, the question was like, what if Bijan gets drafted to, or the uh, argument was, what if Bijan gets drafted to a situation where he's not the alpha, like there's not a primary back role. And I'm like, holy crap. I didn't We're, think about that. But Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take that and unwrap that a little. Yeah, bit. no, I agree. Where, I think that's a good conversation. <laughs> where would he go that that would be the case? I mean, so let's think about where he's going to get drafted. He's going to get drafted in the 20 to 32 range, right, of the first round. He is talented enough to be a first-round quarterback. So if you think right, about right. those teams that are going to be good enough to uh, make the playoffs, because those are all playoff teams, Mm-hmm. But not have a running back that's a star. I mean, how many are there? But but I guess my thing is like, what? Okay, what teams? Let's unpack it a little differently. What teams today would he go, would would have a running back that would hamper him? And I can think of two, maybe three. That's so it. you you've got alphas in JT, Najee, and Brees Hall. That's and it. Brees Hall, CMC. Maybe if he stays healthy this year, so that it, takes them out. But CMC, if they don't, if they're they're going to be picking up hot, picking high, probably more than likely. Oh yeah, in the middle. Yeah, and he yeah. could be gone too. Okay, so there maybe okay, we'll say four, and and that's about it. Anywhere else, maybe uh, maybe five. Javante Williams in, in Denver. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I would say there's like six, Denver's five. Yeah, yeah, five teams. That he does, and I mean, it's like a conversation. Some people said this year, "Oh, Bright Brees Hall going to the Jets. It's a horrible pick. It's a horrible <laughs> pick." I'm like, "It's Michael an Carter, awesome pick." Yeah, <laughs> Michael Carter is nothing. Um, so I, I, I don't think that 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 is. I granted, I would probably trade Bijan Robinson for Najee plus right now because of the points, and I can get the points right now versus Bijan. In a now, if it was a uh, a C to C to C league, Canton, campus Canton league, then that's a yeah. different story. Right. Um, but yeah, they're kind of we've gone sidetracked here a little bit. No, but no, yeah, no. I a, think it's a good point. I I think we need to discuss because everyone wants the one on one for Bijan. That that is in everyone's mind the one on one. I don't think they're thinking about Stroud or Young, right? I mean. Like, I mean, at least that's true for me. One on one for me is all right, Bijan Robinson, but but I think DJ Strong's, yeah, no, I was gonna say again, that's team dependent, right? Right, right. It's on those teams that we have that are good and we have multiple firsts. And if we do get the one on one, if we're good already, because we'll probably have two quarterbacks and younger quarterbacks, and we get the one on one somehow from somebody else, yep. Yeah, definitely going Bijan. Probably going Bijan there, or trade back and and yeah, still go him there. But yeah, no. But I I think, I mean, honestly, he's near generational, but 
I don't know. I just, I truly think that we need to like, honestly evaluate our teams better and understand where we're at. Because if we don't need a running back, we could get value for the 102, 103. Because I think everybody wants Bijan at 101, right? I think so. I think so. I think I think that's true. I, I mean, the way I'm going to look at it is, I mean, my team is ready to compete, and it's just lacking the running backs, and it's for it's him. Yep. If not, I don't I don't want him because maybe by the time I'm ready, unless I'm if I'm more than a year out, he might not be good there. But but then you got some really you you know besides Bijan, we've got some really good uh, wide receivers in this class coming. Yep. And no, I mean, what, why don't you backs. talk about those next few picks? I mean, those are amazing. Yeah, Jackson Smith and Jigba and Keishon Butte are going to be, I think they're going to be really good. It looks like, an, I mean, it just looks like another great class. We're always going to have wide receivers, right? Because that's just the way the, the game is, is now. And uh, the fact that we have uh, two, two quarterbacks that are probably going to be, I would say, top five NFL picks more than likely. And then the running backs, too. We got one, two, three, four running backs, five running backs in this yeah. way too early. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah. It makes that first round so much, so much stronger. And um, and as, the, as these players during the college season, if they have a – as they continue to have a smash season – that's going to bring even more value to those 23 firsts, right? Absolutely. If yep. they get, they continue to get better and better. If CJ Stroud balls out, Bryce Young balls out that 20, those 20 and those 23 firsts are going to get even more valuable. They're, they're going to be able to get us even more. I mean, we'll be able to buy like a whole team with one pick probably just. No, agreed. I think the quarterbacks, I think I do think the quarterbacks will drive the value up. Um, you know, and you still got Jameer Gibbs, uh, Quentin Johnston, Jordan Addison. I mean, there are so many. There, like you, really could go eighteen deep in the twenty-three class if they all have good years and have solid dynasty players. And that's what yeah. uh, that's what drives the value of these twenty-three picks. It's, I mean, it's not only the first; it's the uh, early seconds, right? If you can get a early to mid second. I mean, I think that's going to be a really good player. Right. No, I agree. I agree. I, I saw an early NFL mock draft and it had like five or six quarterbacks in the first round. And it was just like, Ooh, yeah, please. Cause that's just going to drive um, prices through the roof too. So, but yeah, that's kind of how, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking going to be i mean it's the cliche answer right it depends on what the team is i mean that's one thing i do need to look and see how many firsts i have across all my leagues Uh, i'm pretty yeah and and you got to determine are you going to make those picks are you going to trade them and i think you can get i mean scott connor does a lot of good work and talks about trading those 23 firsts to a team that's not doing well for two premier assets i think that's that's a smash if you can do that do that but i also think if you held those 23 first allowed them to accumulate in value and even if you couldn't get the maximum value on the clock you draft in a good player like i'd still think that the the players in the 23 first one through 12 you're going to get a good dynasty asset not all of them will hit but 
they'll all hold trade value for a long time. Agreed. 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 So that kind of leads us into um, trade to our trade talks here. And you looked up some Saquon. We, you know, we had a conversation yesterday, last week about Saquon. Yeah. And and uh, and trades involving him and your and your um, and your ownership level of him. And I think you actually right after we got off of here, <laughs> yeah, made, that night. made a made a Saquon trade. Yeah, I did. Uh, so, so in the in the DDL four that uh, I I told everyone last week, I was in QB purgatory. I uh, I had I was like, all right. So I have a lot of Saquon shares. I had JT Eckler and Saquon in that league, and I'm like, all right. So I can trade Saquon for a quarterback. And so um, there was a trade earlier in the night uh, where Scott and Shane traded. Uh, Scott got Swift. He was willing to trade, and he got back off, and he was willing to trade Pickett. So I went, and I was like, "All right, well, let's let's figure out how we can do a Pickett for Saquon swap." Um, the first deal, you know, Scott explained it on his podcast. I won't get into details, but it ended up I got say I, I traded Saquon, I got uh, Pickett and Ceh, and then he got. Uh, Huntley and then a second and third in 2024. And honestly, in a start 13, you know, 14 team league, he probably won the deal for getting more, more options, but I needed quarterbacks bad and I just had to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I need a quarterback pretty bad in that league too. And I just, I can't I have two twenty three firsts in there and I can't bring myself to make a move to get one. Um, so we'll see. But, you know, I, I don't think it's a horrible trade on your part. You need a quarterback. Um, yeah, that league is all about depth. I don't know what I was drinking when I made that one and made it a 14 <laughs> to 13. That was, um, that, was, that was the toughest draft I've ever been in. That's um, the toughest league I've, I've got. I think uh, for some people that, don't, people that aren't in that league, that I think we're at to the point that uh, 14 of the 14 people in that league are in Scott Connors uh, D, uh, Dynasty and Chill Patreon. So there's a lot of very like-minded thoughts. And, yep. and and so making a deal has to be very strategic. It's um, There's not just deals flying off the wall kind of deal. It's all very strategic about it. But it's actually I, – I enjoy it because – because we are very so a lot of same similar mind thoughts that we know that deals can be made because we know how people are thinking and so you know that last year there was a lot of uh, um, Dearness Johnson types for thirds trades yeah. in that league. Well, so no, that's out. absolutely it. It's like we so it are works out well. Yeah, no, I, I think I think it's easy in the season. It's hard off season because no one, no one wants to trade. <laughs> right. So you have some other tr- trades here. Are these trades you did, or are these trades? That no, you I, found so I I looked DLF up on yeah I looked up on the DLF trade finder, and I was like, all right, so let me look up some Saquon and CMC trades because I think honestly I think they're valued very far apart, but I think they should be pretty pretty much closer together. Um, not quite equal because I understand why CMC uh, would be valued higher, but uh, just thinking about like the upside of Saquon and uh, I picked out a few and, you know, a few of them are trade are uh, based on uh, last year's basically second uh, 
running back off the board, Travis Etienne. And uh, I found, I, I just pulled, like, there were a lot, but I wanted to get the most recent. And what I will say is when I was looking at these trades, there are a lot more CMC trades recently than Saquon. I think everyone, and what that tells me is everyone is holding Saquon. They're waiting to see. He's gotten some recent hype. They're waiting. But but CMC is like hot, and people are like either trying to get off of him or trying to acquire him. Um, so the, the trades that I found were Travis Etienne and a 23-second for Saquon in the 23-3rd. What do you feel about that, Ruben? Take the Saquon side on that. He's a better talent than ETN. Um, yeah, the second and third, but I'd be fine with the Saquon side there. I trust him to do better than ETN. And ETN, I mean, he was a – was he Achilles or Jones Fracture? Uh, Lin, Linz Frank or yeah. what's, what's that? Linz Frank, yeah. Linz Frank. Yeah, so that's a little bit can be challenging. It was early, but that can be challenging from everything we've heard. Um, I'd probably take the Saquon side. But the next trade you got here listed is basically one for one. One for one. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I would definitely jump on the Saquon side. Yeah. (laughs) And that was in a a DLFC on May the 6th. So that was right before the draft. Or, sorry, that was – no, it was a 12-team start 10 on yeah. May 9th. May 9th. Yeah. yeah. So not quite before the draft. But, uh, yeah, like I was like, man, I would do that in a second. Yeah, I would too. It'd be gone so fast. And then the next one you have is a 102 for Saquon. Yeah, this is, the a- one that, this is the one that was right before the uh, Safe Leagues drafts were held. Yeah. So it was like, so essentially you're trading Kenneth Walker for Saquon, right? I mean, that's what that yeah, deal that is. is. It's like, what, what can I get in one or two? If I need a running back, Kenneth Walker, I would, would I Barkley trade him too. for Saquon, you know, so that's. I think I take Barkley in all these trades you have here. One, the next one is 103 and a third, 23 third for Barkley. So this is a trade you did earlier this yes, year. So th- yeah, so that was a – but all of these were super flex deals up until that one, and that deal was uh, my STS uh, original league, which is a one-quarterback league. <laughs> so uh, That's I, okay because this, this past rookie draft was basically a one-quarterback. I know. It, draft, it really so. was. It was. So, so I, um, that's what I kind of kept telling people. It's just if you, you, you can use one QB rankings for your rookie draft this year and not, not be, and be fine. Yeah, I think so, I'm taking Saquon there too, right? Even even yeah. more so with a one QB with a one QB, but I'm taking Saquon there. So uh, you know, I tried to sell Saquon this week. I think I have two. Yeah, shares. what was that deal? What was that? Deal? And um, I was I first originally offered Saquon straight for a 23 first and Daryl Henderson. Um, and the reason I went for Daryl Henderson because I don't think Acres is going to be all the way back early. There's a lot of information there out there about Achilles. It takes 18 to 24 months and yada, 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 yada. And he's not practicing. So kind of take Henderson to uh, leverage on on the Acres side of it. Um, and then a 23 first. Uh, that was rejected. And I got a counter of Barkley, Zamir White, 
and a 2023 third for Henderson and a first. Um, I sat on that for a while. I ended up getting revoked today, but I, t- I was tempted to do it. But, you know, I think and just didn't end up doing it. I didn't really. Zamir White's probably not much. And the 2023 third is not much either. But I, I don't think that I need to add to Barkley to get Henderson in a first. I mean, I'll do it straight up, but to add to Barkley to get Henderson in a first seems a bit much. Agreed. And that's why so, I lean, when you sent that to me, I was like, no, nah, I would still keep Barkley. And that's maybe I need to go buy some Barkley. I can buy <laughs> you should. Barkley. I'm gonna look at some leagues. See if I. Can I, buy some I sold one, and I'll probably buy another. <laughs> I'm not gonna be. I, I just. I'm a believer. So. That leads us to the next guy, CMC, who I have I have two only two shares of CMC. And I grabbed both of those shares of CMC not last year, but the year before. Would have been in the, after the, during it might have been because he got hurt. He was hurt for 2020 and 2021, right? Yeah. And yep. um, so I got him through I got him towards the end of 20, before the 2020 season. And he played a little bit for me, right? And then then in the one league. And I ended up winning the championship in that league that year. Congrats. So that was kind of, so. Bing, 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 bing. We need a, like, a, a bell sound. Like, what are the uh, <laughs> yeah. champion? And, and then I kept him. And I ended up winning the championship again in 2021 without him, basically, again. So it's like. I've won without you twice. Um, I'd like to sell him. I can't. Nobody wants him. Everybody's like, I don't want a guy that's always hurt, blah, 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 blah. So I think I'm stuck. It's both of those two um, are in my home leagues. I'm stuck holding them. I'd like to, I would love to get rid of one, um, but I'm probably stuck and I'll just, I'll just deal with it. Hopefully he's healthy and he gets me about 30 points a game and, I crush these guys again. You will, and uh, you should. But you should get the max value out of CMC because obviously he's worth a lot still with these trades. I was I was surprised at how much he garnered in the trade market. Well, this first one you got here, I think that's relatively Oh, cheap. well, no. Yeah, I, I have put it in because that I put that one first because I would pay that. I'd pay right. that, yeah, for sure. Terry McLaurin in a 2024 first for CMC in a 14-team start 10. Yep, and I would do that today in a heartbeat. Like, yeah. I think, I mean, there's a lot of questions with C or Terry McLaurin, and 24's far enough out that, I mean, my strategy is, like, if it's more than two years out, I'll trade them. I'll figure out how to trade them. Like much like Michael Sipe says, you can always get them back. <laughs> twenty three might be an exception, though. No, I I fully agree 20, with that. Twenty four, twenty four is a different story. Yeah. So that's an you know I do this one. This here, the next one's interesting. One hundred one, one hundred six, one thirteen, and two ten for CMC two oh seven and a twenty three first. I so let's say two. 
207 and 210 cancel out, right? Let's so just cancel them out. team, start eight. So start eight. Just go yeah. start eight. So CMC and a 23 first for 101, 106, and 113, which is um, – So you got Brees Hall, let's say Jameson Williams. Well, and- technically, yeah. Well, if this is 98 team and they all, de- and they all start the – Oh, yeah. Uh, they they're all on the same the same draft. So that one hundred six is one hundred three. Man, no, that one hundred six is is um, it's also a one hundred one. So it's basically one hundred two. Because if you can't yeah. take the one hundred one, oh wow, right? yes, yeah. So you could do it would be Brees Hall, uh, Kenneth Walker, and then one thirteen would be um because ninety eight eight. No, that would be uh wow. I didn't I so I put that in because like I've never seen that before, but so ninety-eight, you know, that, that one thirteen is one oh two as well, basically. So that'd be one oh three. So uh Kenneth so Breesaw, Kenneth Walker and Drake London. And right. Drake London for CMC and a twenty three first. I think I'm taking the one oh one, one oh six, one thirteen side. In that situation, you're getting like three solid starters for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Uh, your next one, the next one here we've got is a 23 first for CMC. And I could I could give up a 23 first for CMC, but I wouldn't do it today. Yeah. I don't want well, to. And, do it and today. I I put that one on there because I was like so who are the players we would trade? I think he would be one that I probably would trade a 23 first for only because of his upside, but I would not do it preseason. I would do no, it I'm, like I'm waiting until like week two. Yeah, me too. I, w- I would I would wait. I would wait until he's healthy, he's performing, he's a stud, and then I would do it. <laughs> right. Yes, I agree. And the final one is the Twitter darling himself, Gabe oh, yes. Davis. 105, 23 first, 23 third, and CMC. Give me the package side. Oh, wait, start eight. Yeah, no, so, and that's why I put that. Because it's like, in start eight. Oh, why are like, we playing start eights, people? I know. Well, I'm in a, the STS is essentially a start eight because it's start 10, but it's kickers and defense, right? So, like, whatever. But in start eight, I still think the 23 first, 105, and Gabe Davis is more valuable. I do. So I'd probably take the package side. I mean, so Gabe Davis doesn't really matter in start eight. No. But so the 105, 105. 23 first, 23 third for CMC. 105 is going to be. 105. Garrett Wilson, Traylon Burks. Yep. A, a, wide uh, rec- a wide receiver plus the option. Like the 23 first has got, it's the most, like other, CMC is valuable, right? But he's the uh, so most I would sell my CMC for that right now. If I yeah. somebody offered me that, and even with the leagues that I don't have, see that I have CMC, my drafts are over. Uh, take the one hundred five out, and I'll and I'll do. I would actually do Gabe Davis for twenty three and twenty three first and twenty three third for CMC. Yeah, right, exactly. So it's like I think that that's a square deal, and I think the package. I mean, if I was a, a if I was like in it to win it, I would want CMC, right? Just give me the upside. 
Yeah, no, I think there's I think there's some trades to be had here. I think I might need to go maybe buy some CMC, maybe. I don't know. Maybe Terry McLaurin and a, a 23-4 first for CMC. That would be I I one go. that I would do. Slam dunk. I mean, whoever did that deal, good, good job for you. you. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I might go to try if I have a couple extra if I have a few shares of uh of Terry McLaurin, I might look to move one for that this week. And then I'm definitely gonna go see if I can get some Saquon. I kinda like the idea of maybe getting some Saquon somewhere. I don't you know. need to. Don't trade away Saquon for pennies like you were trying to. I will I will I will be your good partner and ho- co-host and prevent you from doing bad deals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't think it was a horrible deal. That team needs a lot of help. So. No, it was it I mean it wasn't. And if and if, if, if I, it I was sucks, that would have been a good deal. That would have been a good yeah. deal. And I it, I don't want to add to I just didn't want to add to Barkley to get Henderson out first. No. Um, and you shouldn't have to. No. Okay. Well, I think that comes into our, I think everybody's, so far, everybody's favorite segment of our two episodes. Oh, boo, yeah. Um, yeah, is our Coast to Coast Roast. Uh, I really enjoyed last week's Coast it to Coast Roast. It was awesome. That was, that was it, it might be the pinnacle. We might be all yeah. downhill from here. <laughs> it could be. It could be. But we did get, we got one submission from somebody else, and we'll definitely plug that one in in, in, in the near future. Um, this one, the question was basically asked of me a couple, like a week or two ago. And it just was like, uh, shook my head. Like, why are you asking? Why does it matter? Don't worry about it. (laughs) So I get this every once in a while when they're like, when, when, you know, you, Hey, open for trading, right? You know, post in the chat, maybe open for trading, but he's interested, blah, blah, blah. Or trade bait updated, yada, yada, that kind of stuff. Well, I got a message the other day that said, or I might have submitted it. I might have sent the guy in trade and just said, hey, offer sent. Well, and his message back was, well, I don't know what you're trying to do with your team, so I don't know what to offer you. And my (laughs) thought behind this is, you don't need to know what I'm trying to do with my team. It is my team, not your team. So, So either reject the offer I sent you, counter that with the offer I sent you, or if you see something else, send an offer that you think is justifiable. I have no reason to tell you what I'm trying to do with my team. Just because it looks one way or another doesn't mean that's where I'm going. Um, so yeah, don't worry about my team. Worry about your team and try to make your team better. Well, Amen. Amen. I mean, like, let's, I mean, we're all trying to do this for fun and strategy. But it's like I I agree with the uh, messaging and some of the discussions we talked about it earlier this week. I mean, sometimes it's not good. You should just like cold yeah. offer, right? <laughs> Reject. There, was a, there was a lot of conversation in the two main Patreon chats that we're in. Yeah, actually, in both of them about um, do you have trade negotiations? Yeah, um, and there were trade communication. I will say when I first started doing this, I was all about negotiations. Yeah. And I think that's the salesman in me. Yeah. Uh, me too. Me too. Discussions. About two to three years about uh, of that, I was like, screw this. I don't want to do that anymore. I'm just going to send you an offer. 
you take it great you don't you whatever um and my trade my the way i look at trade communication is if you accept reject or counter that's communication in my my in my book so um it is and yeah. if you I provide mean, more than that now it's like great you're giving away free information right you could be but i don't want to tell people that that might be happening so let's, let's yeah know. But, uh, you know, will I will I engage in other conversations once like offers have gone back and forth a little bit? Yeah, I will. I'm not a problem with that. But like I'll send offers. I'm not going to be like, hey, hey, Justin, what do you want for um, Dawson Knox? And oh, OK, but I'll give you this. And you oh no, this. That, no, I'm just going to send you the offer. And this, yeah. you know, I try to do it that way and not worry. I don't because I don't look at when I'm making trades i have too many teams to go and look at too, I, have too, I mean i'm in too many leagues to go and evaluate other people's teams to see where they might fit and everything and then make a decision where this fits kind of deal like oh is this team punting or not i don't i, I can't do that i don't have too many too many leagues to do that no i agree so. and and honestly like if you're in fewer leagues, certainly you should do that, right? Because that that allows you to make good trades. I'm not the guy that sends like a bad trade offer. I will go in and look. What do they need? What what makes sense? Where are they at? And I will make my own assumptions. I never ask them, what are you trying to do, right? Which was the point. Like you shouldn't ask because like it's none of your business, like they no. and if they tell you good good information note note but, take it <laughs> but like right. still it's yeah like, no i mean it's I, like if someone asked me that i'd be like we're, we're an explicitive podcast fuck yes. off fuck off you don't think like, i responded actually <laughs> i think I, I have to go back and look at the uh the group me and see the group me message. I'm gonna try and see if I can find it real quick because it was. Um, I want to hear it. I want to hear the response, the spicy oh, response. Dude. Ruben was probably very kind, and but he was like, "No, sir, I will not tell you what I'm doing." Oh, I think Go the response was uh, the question is, "What are you trying to do with your team? Be a contender or rebuild?" Question mark. And my response back was, "Add value." That was it. Amen. And, the, and, and so value, um, trade for value draft. No, it's draft for value trade for need. Right. Yes. Is that the, the but I just wanted to add, but I, I don't remember the trade. I sent the guy. I'm in one league with this dude, I think. But uh, you will have to go back and edit my uh, previous mix up with the. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll do what I can. You're you're getting you're getting way better at this. Um, I'm amazed. But man, you know what? We've crushed it. This so here here's here's the other thing that I want to say for all of our listeners and uh, for all of our you know followers. Ruben is the best commissioner of any league that I've ever been in. So. When we start our listener leagues, you want to be in them because he's the man. And he won't probably start any other leagues other than our listener leagues. You know, I don't I don't know when we'll have a listener league. It's probably not going to be this year. 
but uh, no, it won't be. I have enough so, leagues this year. I, we'll do it. I, I don't we'll do some more I'm content. Doing, I don't think I'm doing any more leagues this year. I yeah. say that now. But. Well, you and you and I are going to do a co-owned league for C2C to C for 2023. Like not this year. We have to have co-owned a league, and we have to. Yeah, you know. You know, I, w- I still have one rookie draft. Yeah, I'm look- I'm talking to you, Alex. Get this thing going. Come on, ready. Um, so, but anyways, that kind of um, concludes the episode for today. Um, I appreciate everybody listening in today, and you can follow me at Superflex DGen. and I am at C to C Dynasty Merce with our podcast at C to C Dynasty Pod. Have a great weekend um, if you're listening to this over the weekend and I get it out. If not, have a great whatever day you're listening to this. Happy Father's Day to and your And happy father. Father's Day to everybody.